1: Hi, my loves welcome back to the podcast my name is DeAndre nicolette and i am the host of manifest daily if you are new here welcome to the podcast i'm so happy to have you here joining us for an episode and if you are an og listener hey girl hey or hey boy hey thank you so much for being here and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of manifest daily So my loves i am so excited for today's episode i feel like this is going to be such a good one especially if you are someone that is going through a similar chapter in life as myself i feel like this episode is going to come at the perfect time for you and hopefully bring you a little bit of calming energy hopefully bring you a little bit of advice and just maybe some of those reminders that you already know deep down intuitively but maybe You just need someone to say it out loud and reaffirm and reassure you. I am here to do that today. So today we are chatting all about dating and specifically I wanted to talk to you guys about dating after a breakup. So if you're new here, I recently relocated to Dallas, Texas after a breakup with a partner and I moved here on my own. And so if you've been listening to any of like the recent episodes, you kind of know the story, you kind of, or what I shared, you kind of know a little bit about how that's unfolded for me and basically long story short i'm single and being single obviously a part of being single after a breakup is dating right you may either be dating immediately maybe you are taking some time or whatever it looks like for you I just want to talk about some truths some things that you should remember if you are dating after breakup and maybe if you're not you know either single or dating or anything like that I still think this episode is really good to listen to might just be something that you listen to to kind of remind yourself of some of these things and you can apply them in your life even if you are in a relationship Relationship and maybe you're not single. So let's go ahead and dive into some of the notes I have. I don't know if I want to call these tips or I don't know, whatever. I think I just want to call them truths, like things that are truths. That's such a hard word to say on the mic, you guys. Truths, <laughs> but yeah, so these are things that I personally have had to remind myself of. And like I said, if you are in a similar chapter as myself, maybe you need the reminder as well. So the first thing is don't feel pressured to jump back into dating, right? especially when you've come out of a long-term relationship, especially if that long-term relationship was really serious and was a relationship where you thought it would end up in marriage or you thought that was your person. If you find yourself single after a situation like that, I think that, you know, especially right now, I know I'm personally facing this in my life. As I get older, I'm about to be 27 next week. No, not next week, the week after. Wait, no, I'm going 27 next week. Oh wow. Okay, that's wild. I just realized <laughs> that we are like speeding through May. But as I get older, I feel like I'm, I'm getting this sort of external, almost invisu- invisible <laughs> peer pressure to not be single, right? It's it's one of those things where no one may be saying it to you. Like maybe you don't have friends or family who are like, oh, like when are you gonna settle down or whatever? But If you are constantly seeing people around you that are around your age, getting married, having kids, buying houses, settling down, there is that external pressure to feel like you should be at that place and we've talked about this before in several episodes in different capacity the whole comparison thing right and how comparison really is the thief of joy because you can start to compare your life where you are your path to someone else's and feel like you're behind when really there is no race like at the end of the day you know we're all headed to the same place right theoretically and there really isn't a race to get to a specific point in life because that path may not be for you and so in the, in saying all that i feel like whenever you come out of a relationship especially again a really serious relationship that could have led to some of those things that you see again marriage kids the house, all of these more, you know, quote unquote, normal, um, normal things that we we see as uh, goals, right? Relationship goals. It can be really easy to feel as if like, wow, I need to get back out there. I need to to date right away. I need to put myself back in the situation to find this person to find my partner. And I remember, you know, initially, not that I had that feeling initially, but I remember having sort of that like itchiness and that readiness to get back out there really quickly because it almost felt like, wow, I'm running out of time. And I have that really, you know, almost bad <laughs> traits of putting these time limits on myself. I'm someone I've talked about this several times on the podcast. I'm so used Used to doing that to myself, and that's something that I've been working really hard to unlearn in my life to know that I have time to make it all happen. I am on the right time for myself, and just because I thought something would happen at X, Y, and Z age and it hasn't doesn't mean it won't happen for me. I've also been reminding myself that being single means that you get to be selfish, right? If I'm looking at my life and saying, I'm getting older, I know I want to settle down, I know I want to do all these things with a partner. And I imagine myself, you know, getting married, having kids, like having the whole household, all of the things that really is a time in your life when you, yes, you can kind of do things to yourself and you should still take care of yourself and all that stuff. But really you have a household to help maintain. You have a husband, you have kids to cater to. And so at this time in my life and at this time in your life, this is the last times that you really can 100% focus on yourself. And I've been reminding myself of that. And it's such a beautiful time because it's almost like in our society, I feel like we started to equate singleness with loneliness and sadness. And, you know, I've been seeing, yes, there are narratives and movies and books and things in the media that really try to empower singleness and singledom and try to raise that up and say, you know, this is a time when you can be free and things like that. But I've also noticed that a lot of times the narrative around singledom in those so was narr- in those uh, places like the media or the books or the TV always are centered around like hookups and centered around like you can be wild and free and whatever, but there's also the other side of being single too, where you don't have to be with anyone, right? You don't have to be dating. You don't have to be hooking up with people. You could be minding your own business, taking your bubble baths, like living your luxe life, okay? And really enjoying that time by yourself. And really it's like just taking that time to soak up those moments that you have with yourself, really seeing yourself as your friend and really seeing that relationship that you have with yourself as something that needs to be and should be nurtured on a consistent basis. Because the more that you nurture that relationship with yourself, I feel like when you do enter into a very, very committed relationship like a marriage and when you do have kids, it is much less uh, easy when I say it like that. It is less easy to lose yourself, as people will say, or to you know, or to give all of yourself away because you're so aware of that relationship that you have with yourself and that relationship that you have with yourself is so important. And you are very much putting that on a pedestal that you have to maintain. So the second truth that I wanna tap into for dating after breakup is that Going on dates means that you're seeing if the person that you're going on a date with is someone that you like, someone that can fit into your life as much as they are seeing if they like you. Don't forget that this is a mutual exchange of like sussing out whether or not the person is a good fit. I think sometimes when we are Dating, it's very easy for us. And I'm speaking from the perspective of a heterosexual woman, that you know, sometimes when you go on a date, it's very easy to want to impress the man or to feel as if, you know, you're you're like obviously you want to bring your best self to a date in the same way you wanna bring your best self to an interview, same way that you wanna bring your best self out into the regular world, I would hope, on a daily basis. But when you go out on a date, it's very easy to sometimes feel as if like you're coming with this energy of like, I want them to like me. Right. And really, it's a it's a mutual thing. Right. You obviously want them to like you and feel you if it's meant for them to like you and feel you and be into you. But at the same time, know that you want to go into this and see, do I even like them? Because I don't know about you guys, but I think dating apps are such a huge part of our society, our world, our lives in this day and age, especially with COVID, especially with like so many things transitioning to a virtual space right now, that if you are talking to someone like on the phone, on FaceTime, on text, whatever, all the different means that we have of communicating with someone virtually, when you go from that virtual like relationship, so to speak, to an in-person session where you're meeting someone for the first time face to face, like you want to see if you like them, too. Like you want to see if you vibe with this person, too. And it's, it's so easy to get caught up in thinking like you want them to like you. But really focus on the fact that you want to see if you even like them in the first place, because you might go on that date and you might find that the person is not who you thought they were. Like maybe they're a good person. Maybe they really are smart and funny and all the things. But if you don't jive with them, if you're not vibing with them a certain way that you really want to vibe with someone that you are in a relationship with, like then that's okay, you know what I mean? So just don't forget that it is a mutual thing. Like you obviously wanna like them as much as you want them to like you or you wanna see if they like you. So just don't forget that. And I think that is definitely something that, you know, I want you guys to remember as you are dating post-breakup. So. The next thing is that, you know, you might find your person right away, but you also may not. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with divine timing. We talk about this so, so much. I feel like I can write a whole book on divine timing. Stay tuned. There may be a book coming, wink, right? But I think that divine timing is something that is, I, I talk about it so much because it is such an important piece of our reality. There is, uh, uh, we are co-creators, right? I'm like struggling with the words right now. Cause I'm like, I have so much to say about this, but we are co-creators of our reality and that being said i always talk about that balance between us and the divine us and god us and our our spirits um spirit leaders our spirit guides whatever you want to call them us and the forces that we cannot see that are controlling the things that we may not be able to see until it's time for us to see them that being said finding a partner right a life partner at that if that is what you are intentionally seeking or intentionally want in your life That takes time. I was actually watching a YouTube video the other day and this guy, he was saying like, people always say it's so hard to find love or it's so hard to find like a really good person. And he was saying, well, think about it this way. You're such a unique person. You have your own unique likes and dislikes. You have the way you grew up. You have your, your you know, the way that you like life. You have your type of humor. You have the type of person that you're physically attracted to. Like you have all these little details about you that make you such a unique individual. Why would you think that it would be very easy to find someone who matches up with that completely. Now I'm not saying this to affirm that finding love should be difficult because I never want to affirm a difficult experience for anyone because for some people it has been easy for some people, you know, they, they have been with their life partner since kindergarten. They met the first day of kindergarten. They've been best friends ever since. And then they end up going on to be high school sweethearts, get married, have kids live, you know, to however long and die together. Like that is the reality for some people. And that is their path. That is what is out there for them. And then there are some people who go through a little bit more of a quote unquote struggle, right? And they, they can't find that person they're looking and they're going through toxic relationship after toxic relationship, or maybe they're just not even finding anyone to date in the first place. And maybe that's your reality or, and, and you end up finding the person, right? But what I'm saying here is that we are all such individual peoples and we're all such unique people that our person is obviously a unique person too. And for us to meet that person who clicks with us in such a way that we feel like, wow, this is someone I want to spend the rest of my life with that has to line up on a lot of different levels, right? It has to line up on a chemistry level. It has to line up on a friendship level. Once you get into a relationship and you learn more about the person, you learn more about just the different things and you encounter struggles together. You have to overcome those hurdles in such a way that make it Worthwhile for both of you to say, I want to stay in this relationship despite the struggles, despite all the things that have happened. Right. And so that is like, there's so many things that have to line up for that, that I feel like. we have to start accepting that it's okay if it takes a little bit longer. It doesn't mean that we are in any way unlovable. It doesn't mean that we are in any way difficult to love, which I think is another narrative that has been put out that I just completely, I'm like, what even is that? It just means that things have to line up a certain way. And we all know that divine timing comes down to so many different things at play. You know, the the person has to be ready to meet you. You have to be ready to meet that person. Maybe things have to get shifted around. You maybe have to like leave to go to the grocery store a little bit later one day to bump into them at the grocery store, or you have to, I don't know, like go out one night with your friends on a night that you said you wouldn't go out or something like that. I don't know, things have a way of like working out in these most, in, in the most interesting ways for us to meet the people and be presented with the opportunities that we need to at the right times in our life. And so you might break up with one partner and a month later, you find the love of your life. I have heard those stories. I love those stories. I think those stories are really amazing to give hope and to really tell this beautiful fairy tale story. But then there are also the people that leave a specific relationship and are single for a really long time and have to, learn to honor and cherish that time of their singledom before they meet that person for them. And that is okay. Whichever way you fall on that spectrum, it is okay. And I want you to always remember that. (laughs) Another thing, I love this one, is it's kind of similar to the um, not being pressured to go into dating and really like taking the time that you're single to be selfish. But I want you guys to take the time that you're single to truly work on you. This is such a cliche that we always hear people are like, you know, you gotta work on yourself, you gotta love yourself. And it's a yes and no thing, because I do think that there are people in relationships who went into the relationship not having a really good sense of self, a really good sense of self-love, self-worth, and have met really amazing partners that they end up staying with forever. And that partner was the catalyst to them learning how to love themselves. And that, again, that is, their path right but if you are single and you have that time to be selfish i think it's such a beautiful and perfect time to work on yourself and i don't mean this in all of the very spiritual ways, which I think are the ways that people always talk about, right? They're like, yeah, like, you know, take this time to like meditate and really really like sit with yourself and see what you want. And yes, do all of those things like, but you guys have heard me talk about all of those things on this podcast all the time. So now I'm about to talk about the other side of it. There is the other side of it where you get to work on the physical aspect of yourself. You get to work on upgrading your wardrobe. You get to work on like just doing you and being so completely unbothered and so completely selfish about your approach and how you spend your money and you spend your time. I have been really enjoying that part of singledom for myself. Like, I, one of the first things that I did when I came here, and it probably wasn't like the first thing, but I actually bought um, laser hair removal treatments. That is something that I've wanted for such a long time. And not to say that being in a relationship before stopped me from it, absolutely not. But it was something that I never fully prioritized. And I, you know, just had this time and it was just like, okay, well, nothing's stopping me now not that it was again never stopping me before but i have this time and like i really want to work on myself and fully like create myself in this image that is like what i want and i don't know laser hair removal was part of that for me so i got that and it's like i'll go to get facials done and it's like i'm treating myself to really luxurious things in life and i feel like this is the time for that right if you think about it too we spend When we're in relationships, we spend time with another individual, a lot of time often, especially when it gets serious. We also spend money on that individual. And these are such beautiful things when you're in a very committed and loving relationship to be able to share your time, to be able to buy gifts or buy experiences, spend on your partner. I love doing that stuff. Like I love giving gifts. I love spending on other people. But if I am in a situation where I don't have a partner and yes, I'm already treating my family and friends and buying them gifts, for their birthdays and things like that but if i'm in a place where i don't have a partner to spend that time with or spend on and treat them to things Right, I'm gonna take that extra money and that extra time and treat myself to some stuff, okay? So this is really that beautiful time to do that. And yes, this is also the time to think about things like what do you want in the partner and think about you know, how um, maybe some of the toxic traits that you wanna address within yourself and the things that you wanna change within yourself and all of the things that you really want to work on, whether they're physical things, whether they're spiritual things, whether they're mental things, Maybe this is your time where you decide you want to sign up for therapy. Whatever the case is, this is that time. Again, you're going to always like have time for you. But I just feel like when you get older and you have more responsibilities with work and with your family, especially a family that you create with a partner, you do have and it's just the truth. I mean, I'm not a married mother, but I have heard stories. I can just imagine that you have less time for yourself, like you have less time to devote to yourself. So why not take this time that you have right now to be truly 100% unbothered and selfish. Okay, so I have two more for you guys. So the second to last one is a huge one. These last two, I think, are my favorite ones. I know I said the last one was my favorite, but these two, I promise you are like my favorites, and these are the ones that I have had to really remind myself about on a daily basis or almost daily basis. Second to last one is Don't let the lack of quality people discourage you from thinking a match for you is out there, okay? Y'all, I'ma be 100% honest with y'all, like, no cap. These streets is rough, okay? It's rough out here. I know y'all talk about hot girl summer, y'all trying to return to the streets. Baby, don't, don't come out here on these streets. They're rough, okay? Stay (laughs) in your relationship. Obviously, if it's a healthy relationship and you're in a loving relationship and you have no reason to be on these streets, don't come on these streets, girl, because these streets is rough. But I will say this, part of this is having that trust, having that faith that you will meet the right person at the right time, that you will be introduced to the right person at the right time. I think there are times when I have found myself getting very cynical, very bitter, um, not just in this season, but I'm, I'm specifically thinking about a previous season where I was single before, where I was trying to find people to date, you know, being on the apps, like just life or whatever and it's almost like when I would see people that I felt like weren't just up to my standards or people that I feel and I feel like I want you guys to take that not in a rude way because again we all have standards and I think that's not rude but yeah it's like if I were coming across people all the time who I feel like they just weren't the kind of people I wanted in my life, it almost got me to the point where I started to believe that the right person was not out there. And it's so insane because we what is it like 8 billion people on this earth? The dating apps have like 0.0001% of the amount of people on this earth because it would always be the same people on the same apps all the time, okay. at that time. And basically, it's like the same thing these days, too. So really, it's like, don't let that discourage you, especially if you're kind of like me. I'm very much someone who I'm really like a homebody. I spend a lot of time at home. I spend a lot of time by myself, obviously. And when I go out, I'm going to like a lot of the same places I go. Grocery, I go to the gym, I go to Spin Glass, I go to the sun, I go to Starbucks. I go to a lot of the same places and I don't have friends here yet, so I don't get to go to like the bars and like things like that. So for me, It is very limiting to my experience of who I'm encountering. And I think when you have a very limiting experience of who you're able to encounter, it can cause you to have this weird tunnel vision where you think that there are less people available than there actually are. But just remember that whether or not you're on the apps or maybe you are going out in real life, but you're going to like the same places, the same routine all the time, just know that you're seeing the same people all the time for a reason. So part of exposing yourself to new people is being able to step outside of your comfort zone and maybe switch up your routine a little bit, go to a different place, go to a, you know, try a different app. I don't know. Like just switch up your routine in some way, because the lack of people that you consider quality partners or quality possible partners does not mean that person, the right person is not out there for you. It just means that you have a very limited scope in a limited place. And so you just have to expand your scope. And look in different places or probably just not look at all because I keep getting this message that I gotta mind my business and the right person will come in. So I'm extending that same message to you as well. <laughs> so the last one is very similar to the one before. And this one is, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna just say it y'all. Hold your standards high, okay? Know what you want. And you do know what you want so don't allow yourself to settle for anything less because i promise you i promise you i promise you the person who checks all your boxes is out there for you and i say this not i feel like i say this because i know this in my heart i know this truly deep in my soul deep in my heart this is the message that i get all the time from God whenever I feel myself getting very cynical or whenever I feel myself sort of questioning how I have ended up in this place. Because sometimes, you know, I get my feels or whatever. i be having my little I throw myself a little pity party and this baby. It's a party of one and the cake isn't good. The cake is a little bitter. But baby, sometimes it'd be like that. OK, that's just real life. I'm not I'm going to just I'm going to keep it 100. Y'all like that's just how it is sometimes. But when that happens, I always get this message of like, hold those standards high. Like what you want isn't this far-fetched idea. It's not this far-fetched thing that is so impossible to attain or so impossible to call in. And I think sometimes when we have these visions, whether it is for a partner or whether it is for a type of life that we wanna live or whether it is for a type of job that we're calling in or whatever the case may be, if we find ourselves sort of like having aspirations that seem just way beyond what we've ever experienced, we can start to kind of get scared and we can start to kind of be like, oh, maybe I should like take this off the list because maybe this is like too much or maybe I am asking for too much if I ask for this. And really the answer is that you're not asking for too much. In fact, you're not asking for enough. We are able to call in such beautiful things. And I don't think that it's fair to us to limit ourselves and what we can call in we are also able to call on God, to call on the universe, to call on our guides, to help us, to call these things in. We're not doing it by ourselves. If we were doing it by ourselves, then maybe, yes, all of those things would be very much impossible, very much unattainable. But you have to remember, it's not just you. It's not just you in this game playing this game. It's not just you, you know, having to do all the work. There is this powerful being on the other side who is rooting for you, who is ready to help you have and get every single thing that you want in this life. And so whenever I find myself, you know, again, feeling the sadness or feeling bitter or feeling kind of like, oh, like maybe I'm asking for too much. Like, is it? I really be having to get back in like my right mind to be like, girl, no, right? No. And the thing for me is, I, I also have the confidence of knowing exactly what I bring to the table, knowing exactly the woman that I am and the woman that I am becoming. And I feel like knowing that really, really like <laughs> reminds me that I'm not asking for too much. In fact, I probably should ask for a little bit more. Okay. Just knowing like what I be doing out here. So that that's just that. Okay. That's just that. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode i hope it was very very interesting and very fun for you guys to listen to hopefully if you are in a relationship i really hope you still got something out of this episode and that you still listen to it because i do think that it is a very interesting episode and i don't know i personally liked recording it so i hope you guys like listening to it as well so thank you again for tuning in listening joining me for another episode of manifest daily i will be chatting with you guys next week for another episode until then my loves have an amazing day and an amazing week i will chat with you guys next week bye